Gonna get your toilet fixed? Yeah, hopefully. It's been, um... One week since you looked at me. Yeah, one week since I was able to flush my toilet properly. How do you do it now? I, so, the the arm that's attached to the flusher handle on the outside, yeah. there's an arm on the inside of the tank mm-hmm. that pulls the chain up. Of course. And that snapped off the handle part. Oh, okay. So, so you just I, reach in and pull the chain yourself? I tied a string to it, Chris. I'm not gross. <laughs> but Aubrey came over on Friday when she went to the bathroom. I was like, oh, there's something I have to tell you. <laughs> hey, you want... You want to know what it was like to flush a toilet in the 19th century? (laughs) Well, it's kind of like that, except it's not over your head. Uh. (laughs) I mean, literally. Oh, wow. That's a tough. That's tough. It's fine. It's just another thing in the line of things of just kick Andy in the nuts. Yeah. But that's okay. You got to walk through valleys to get to mountains. That's what I always say. Isn't this a mountain? To get to a valley? No, 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 no. Valleys are high. They're peaks. That's when you're doing well, when you're on top of the mountain. But you have to work really hard to get up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to go through the valley of people kicking you in the balls. Ball kicking valley. <laughs> that analogy is not... Uh, everyone else has gotten it. Except really? you. Well, so, I, I think it's stupid. All right. Well, maybe if you're a little more geologically inclined. Like that mountain. Or geographically inclined. No, geologically Ge- is, yeah. is the correct one. I feel like because the struggle is the hard, the getting kicked in the nuts is the going up the mountain. Well, the point is when you get up to the top, that's when it's good. Mm. So there you go. Uh, uh, anywho, about speaking of valleys and mountains and, you know. Did what, you go to ha- another titty bar? It's fucking, I couldn't tell you the last time I was at a titty bar. Fucking, you went to high tops or high peaks or whatever. Twin Peaks. That's Twin a restaurant. That's completely different. And that that was also a family outing. That I meant that as a, I'm. That's what I meant as a teddy bar. Oh, well, that's I didn't not mean a like teddy a, I don't mean bar. like I know. I didn't <laughs> so mean like meant, Jumbo's Clown Room. What you but meant in my, by teddy bar is not a teddy bar. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I, I they, should. I should have followed you on that one. It is a teddy bar restaurant. It's a restaurant. I know it's but a they, restaurant. They keep them in there. Not well. I mean, the, hey. Except, you know, Twin Peaks got decent food, but the rest of them, they're not selling food. I like the wings at Hooters. I can't. Hooters? They're good. I used to be a VIP member of the one on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> it's uh, more of a neighborhood discount. I remember. Anything. I remember they used to do comedy over that thing because there was an upstairs. Oh, yeah, and there I, was because that's where the bathroom was. And I just remember... There was this chick, Shannon, she called a bunch of us. She was like, I'm at Hooters getting drunk. Who wants to show up? And it was like one of those times that everybody showed up. Like eight (laughs) of us showed up and uh, we're all sitting there drinking, having wings and stuff. And these two comics that ran the show like walked in and looked at this table. And there were some pretty good names at the table and their eyes got real big. And they just came over and were like, hey, you guys, we got a show going on upstairs. Uh, if you any if any of you want to do time, you are more. We would love to have you. We were like, now nah, we're all very good on <laughs> fucking telling jokes for six Russian tourists <laughs> that, that don't understand half of what we're saying. And they're eating the bones. And <laughs> In Siberia, we do not get chicken. <laughs> uh, p- fucking almost had an aneurysm the other day. 
Uh, I might have to get a new phone. I don't know what's happening. I was ordering uh, some chicken teriyaki, and as I always do, I went to type no veggies, please, and never had an issue with typing no veggies, please. So I typed no veggies, please, and then I looked down, and what it did type was capital N space capital NJ space capital double I's. Veggies, please. And I'm like, that's not right. So I deleted the, all the capital shit, uh, which is how I'll refer to it from here on out. Okay. Uh, I deleted all the capital N, N, J, whatever. Type no again. Hit send. Immediately get a fucking message. Could you clarify this? And of course it says capital shit, veggies, please. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? Go back, edit, delete capital shit, delete all of it. No veggies, please. Enter capital shit veggies, please. What the actual fuck? Type no veggies, please. Again, click the no. You know, like when you type no and then it says no above, like in the words, suggested words. Click no. I even clicked the no. Veggies, please. Enter capital shit veggies, please. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) I ended up having to cancel the order. Close the well, tried closing the app, then getting back in, doing the same thing. Same thing happened. <laughs> I'm sitting on this couch just having a rage attack. Mm-hmm. Just like, what is happening? All I want is teriyaki. I got it done. I had to cancel the whole order, reorder, and then it was fine. But man, there was <laughs> there was about two minutes where I was not cool. I was not cool at all for no reason. Uh, I'm just eating the peanuts mom gave me three weeks ago. Oh, I found those the other day. How are they? Good. It's always good to eat peanuts during a podcast. I was really hungry and I don't have a lot of food in my house right now. Oh, Because I ate it all. Oh, okay. And also you're going to the grocery store after this. So that helps. Uh, Well, cool. Well, uh, well. something in my tumbly. I had nothing. In your tumbly? In my tumbly. Well, there's sometimes a rumbly. Uh, have you That's been Winnie r- the Pooh. Oh, is it? I've got a rumbly in my tumbly. I think. Uh, sounds like him. <laughs> sounds like something Winnie would say. Right? Hold oh, let me look. Rumbly in my tumbly. Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, it's a song that Winnie the Pooh sings. Oh, okay. Rumbly in my tumbly. Sorry. I wanted to hear it. Okay. This will all be edited out. Oh, well. Well, the- Skip in the yard while I eat some nuts. Time to munch an early lunch and hum de dum dum dum. Oh, I wouldn't climb this tree if a poo flew like a bee. But I wouldn't be a bear then, so I guess I wouldn't care then. Okay, we get it. We get it. All right. Can we do the intros now? In my tumbly. Oh, well, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. It's the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. We're siblings. Yep. Uh, we're Scott and Carol's kids. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we're here. Yep. And we're doing it just for you. And we're doing it and doing it and doing it well. well. 
Uh, well, hey, Andy, how was your weekend? It was good. What'd you do? I, what did I do? Oh, I had a, I had a busy weekend. Friday night, Aubrey came over, and she and I got drunk and watched Elvis, that new Buzz Lerman movie. The what? No. Uh, Elvis? Yeah, about... Presley? Is it another one of those, like, queen, like, half musical, half... Oh, yeah, and but it's, like, it's, it's, it's Buzz Lerman, so it's, like, on acid and cocaine... And mushrooms. It is. It was an assault on the senses. Okay. We couldn't finish watching. Uh, it. Can you tell those of us and other listeners who Boz Lerman it? He did uh, strictly ballroom. He did Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. Um, he did a bunch a, of movies I haven't seen. He a bunch of movies you haven't seen, but he's done a bunch of movies, and he's got a very Boz style. He's got a very specific style. Yeah, and I it got is you. aggressive. Yeah. And we were both, we were drunk and we were like, this is too much for us. <laughs> so we turned it off halfway through. We were like, this sucks. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. I, I haven't heard a lot of great things about it. Yeah. It's because it's not good. Well, and then someone was like, you know, I didn't know a lot of the history. I don't think I knew the correct history about Elvis. And I'm like, I don't think that's probably the correct history about Elvis. Oh, no. Because I know like in Queen, they like, they make things mean things they don't mean like. Like the big concert at the end, like was like his big coming out when in fact that was not yeah. what that was at that all. That was just Live Aid. Yeah, that so, was just an iconic performance. Um, so yeah, I was like, maybe maybe don't take this movie as a documentary or as a. No, and I got got so mad because the through line, like the main storytelling, like narrator of the whole movie, was flying in newspapers. What? <laughs> like newspapers that would fly in. Oh, the spinny the, ones? Yes, on like, the head. But it would like it was like in a stylized way and the headline would explain what was happening and it would just be like a music montage and you're get like the fuck out of I here. fucking hate that a paper is telling the story of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um like you couldn't even make it just a letter from Elvis. I think there were letters from Elvis. There was a point where he was buying a house, he was buying Graceland and he's there with his parents at the bank. Yeah. And, you know, they're explaining how much it's going to cost. And his dad is putting his foot down, saying it's too much. It's too extravagant. And uh, I mean, and then Elvis says, look, I'm going to pay for it. And it's a moment of silence. And I leaned over to Aubrey. I go, what do you think, daddy? <laughs> and then he said those exact same no. words. No. <laughs> Aubrey and I were just like, yes, this movie sucks. <laughs> what do you think, daddy? <laughs> Oh, man. But then um, Saturday, I went over to Belinda's in the afternoon with CJ, and we made signs. Oh, yeah. Because Sunday morning, uh, we... The Tri-Twins. We cheered on the Tri-Twins. Which are not twins, actually. They're actually dating. So... One of them is a twin to another twin. Yeah. But anyway, um, after we made the signs, I went to the Grove and saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies with the spooky dudes. Okay. And what is that? A scary movie. It's with Pete Davidson and Aren't all Pete Davidson movies scary? <laughs> no, I actually enjoy him quite a bit. Uh but what's Rachel uh, Brief Synopsis? Um, a bunch of friends go up to a house, uh, and then the hurricane comes, like oh. a rich friend's vacation house. Oh, okay. And a hurricane comes and knocks all the power out. And then their friend, they find him murdered, Pete uh, Davidson. Yeah. With a machete wound to the throat. And, and they I think Spoiler alert, I am going to tell what happens at the end of this movie. Spoiler alert. That ends up being that he was just trying to film a TikTok of him d- 
dancing with a machete. Yeah. But he, or he was trying to saber a bottle of wine because uh. someone had done it earlier and he thought it was cool and it kind of like outmanned him. So he was doing a TikTok of him trying to saber a bottle of wine, but he couldn't get it going away from him. No. So he started doing it going towards him. Sounds he, like a real Pete Davidson move. It was. It was like a if, really good ending. If that was how Pete Davidson was going to go out, yeah, 100%. Unsurprised. <laughs> and then, yeah, so and then Sunday morning, I got to wake up at 6 a.m. That's that's a, that's what you want to do on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. But you didn't get to see the sunrise, probably. Um, It was already up. Uh, and also, like, what else am I doing? Yeah. So, Womp womp. <laughs> um, went to it when it was in Malibu, so super convenient. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're also gonna drive to Malibu, that's the time to do it. Honestly, it was the time to do it. Although, it was if still there was 45. a triathlon, I'm sure there was a bit of traffic. There was a bit of traffic. It actually took us an hour to get there, womp, and womp. the parking lot was full. I'm sure. And they also said there was going to be a shuttle taking you from the parking lot to the triathlon. And there was not. There was not. There was not. Um, so Aubrey and I just parked in the staff and volunteer parking cause we were like, fuck this. Yeah. She started an hour ago. Like we're, we've totally missed what she's doing. Yeah. So, so by that time you got to get all the way to the run. Yeah. Well, luckily they, um, they all change stations in a central location. Oh, okay. So they come back from the swim in the same place, start the run and come back in the same place and then do the bike in the same place. I see. Yeah. She crushed it. She did. I talked to her the other day. Have you heard her standings? I have not. Top 50%. She was like top 19% in like her age group. Hell yeah. Yeah. She, she kicks some butt. Yeah. That's, I'm not surprised. Uh, Cause that's what she does. And then I don't know what Steven's scores were. Uh, I'm sure they're similar. Yeah. Also but- just to do a triathlon. Yeah. Rob Riggle also did the same triathlon. He sure did. I saw that on the Instas. So did Max Greenfield. Don't know who that is. He is from New Girl and The Neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Other shows I haven't watched. Yeah, but he also went to Brick. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Brick was a CrossFit gym that Andy and I attended pre-pandemic. Yep. And then the pandy started. And then Bomba started. And we'll never look back. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, uh, Apparently, I'm allergic to being awesome. Uh, and then also, we didn't even talk about Thursday. Chiefs win again. Uh, They're the only thing that's winning in my football life. Yeah, sorry about handing you a pretty devast- a pretty uh, one-sided loss in fantasy. That's okay. That's what all four of my matchups have been in the last two weeks. The dongs were not strong against the fuck squad. Yeah, well, I, it's not fair that two of my players went out with serious injuries. No, that is not. Well, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's fair. I mean, that's what happens. <laughs> but it's not ideal. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Andy and I played. Andy is Susan Sarandong. That's her. <laughs> in the family group, uh, the family league. And then I am the fuck squad. But I, I take out the U. I put an ampersand, you know, for the kids. And because uh, then you could be like, it's the fix squad, right? I don't blur out any part of dong. No, it's I all even dong. Have a little, I even have a little corn dog on a stick emoji <laughs> as my team logo. And she likes to get in the family chat and say the dong is strong. And then some really gross penis <laughs> emoji or <laughs> meme gif. Yeah, it's a penis gif. It's never a real penis, no. I should say. Still, the, the most classic one is the sad penis riding the bike. <laughs> That's still my favorite one. 
Uh, <laughs> or the, uh, she also likes to do the Arnold Schwarzenegger where he's only wearing, uh, and he's doing like the kind of like the Hitler salute, but then someone has Photoshopped, uh, hit like the same arm onto his dick. And so like, it looks like his dick is an arm that's also doing said salute. Uh, it's, it's how you know it's Christmas really <laughs> in the Porter household. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the chiefs did win. It did not look like they were going to win. They probably should not have won, but thank you to, uh, yeah, that was a uh, tough game to watch. I also realized that I can't control myself when I'm watching chiefs games because I was watching it on an airplane and I might've had a beer or two. And at one point I'm like a third down, we stopped them on an incomplete pass. And I like did the incomplete pass thing. Like the, yeah. Uh, the sign and uh, I kind of hit the woman across the aisle from me and, uh, but I did play it off. Like I was reaching for something and she was like, Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. And I was like, what could I have possibly been reaching for? <laughs> did you see recently in the news, since we're talking about planes that they did, they crash tested a seven twenty seven with the uh, crash test dummies in all the seats yeah. to see where the safest seat would be in the event of a crash. Yeah. You're so toast. <laughs> what being in first there in the class? Front? Oh yeah. Yeah. No decimated. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I want. Engulfed in flames. Yeah. No, that's fine. I want to, I don't want to feel it. <laughs> I want to just be like three, two poof. Like that's the, I want it to be like a Sopranos ending. <laughs> if you could leave that in the voicemail. Uh, hey guys, I'm up front, so probably not going to make it. I love you guys. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Although the last couple of flights I've been in the, towards the back and, uh, in the, listen, I fly a lot. So I get to, most of the time I get to fly in the, like the main cabin extra, which has six inches of extra leg room. That's what she said. And, uh, which is very helpful for a man who's six foot four inches because, I sat in main cap and maiden cab and regulars the other day, and man, is it taut. Very taut. <laughs> Knees all up in my face. Uh, but yeah, I did. So I'm, uh, you know how I like that, the chicken spadinis that dad's, that dad makes? Well, I mean, he buys them at Hen He House. buys, yeah, he buys them at uh, at a grocery store, and I think they're actually made by Garozzo's, which is a very famous restaurant in Kansas City that has claimed to invented chicken spadini. Hmm. Uh, for those of you that don't know, maybe it is a regional thing. It's basically grilled chicken rolled in parmesan I and breadcrumbs. It's not you don't grill the chicken first. Yeah. Or unless that's grilled, I don't know. Well, but I guess they're, well, yeah, they're not grilled. It's yeah. usually chicken, prosciutto, cheese rolled uh, up in like a roll, and then you egg batter it and uh, bread yeah, it. It's very good. Um, kind of a stable around Kansas City. Anyway, Dad had found some that you can just make at home at the grocery store. And I actually found some at Ralph's the other night. Uh, they're just called Parmesan Crusted Chicken Bites. And I was like, they're Spadinis. And <laughs> why don't uh, we, uh, come on? Why just why Spadon't I? <laughs> why Spadon't I? That was worth it. That was worth the stumble. That was very funny. I uh, uh, there was no stumble. I edited it out. I mean, just kidding. Yeah. I was perfect the whole time. <laughs> so I 
So it's about 7.40, and, I get, and I'm starting to make dinner. And that's 9.40 mom and dad's time. And that's definitely right on the cusp of maybe they're up, maybe they're not. Yeah, We're, did dad go to bed at 7.40, or is he being wild and staying up till 10? Yeah, is he going <laughs> to... It really depends on how interesting Cops Live was oh, that God. night. Oh, God. And so... They love to watch minorities get arrested. <laughs> Dad just said, fuck you to the <laughs> fucking speaker. They're not. They're mostly white. <laughs> it's a lot of white people. If they're in Nevada, it's mostly white. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I there were no air fryer instructions on the Parmesan bites. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'll just text dad. These Parm bites are living in the past. I was like, and I just texted dad. Hey. Are you up? Question mark. That's all I said. <laughs> Didn't respond. Figured he was asleep. Tried to figure it out on my own. Uh, kind of overcooked the chicken bites a little bit. Hey, you live and you learn. It was still a delicious meal. Spadono. Spadono. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Didn't stutter that time, motherfucker. Yeah, well, you should have because that one wasn't worth it. So. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to have to go for the hat trick. <laughs> I know. I go to bed, wake up the next morning. I heard my phone dinging and I knew what it was. And I'm like, I knew it was dad freaking out. Yeah. Cause he had thought his mind just goes into weird places. And he's like, he's been kidnapped. My 43 year old son <laughs> has been kidnapped. <laughs> he's, he's trapped in a well. He's in peril. First off, what emergency starts with, Hey, are you still up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that and sounds I'm, like a dick emergency. So, that, uh, yeah, that sounds like, hey, I accidentally took a Viagra. Yeah. Fucking, you so, up? You Because I am. Please, and I can't help it. So, and I just hear the phone, ding, ding, ding. And I'm like, God damn it. You know what? I'm going to let him freak out a little bit. Because, God damn it, calm the fuck down. He's well, being a real spading dog. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I gave you the applause on that one. Thank you. I think that's a first. Uh, it's the first in a while. I haven't even <laughs> used the keypad in a while. I know. I haven't even been, been importing that track. <laughs> so, uh. And so he calls once and I'm like, all right, I'm just turning my phone. I'm turning the ringer off. And then I get up and he calls again. And I'm just like, hey, man, if it's an emergency, I will call. (laughs) There will be missed calls. There will be text messages in all caps. Also, this is coming from a guy that when I was 12, I would just say, hey, man, I'm going outside. And he had no further questions. Yeah. I could have been out and probably was setting things on fire. Yeah. Running through the woods, playing with poisonous snakes, whatever the fuck. Didn't give two shits about that. No. But a, hey, are you up text? Fucking, I need to get a hold of him now. Somehow he got your building manager to turn the fire alarms on. (laughs) Wait, can you just go knock on his door? I feel like there's an emergency. Meanwhile, you can text mom fucking I need help and you wouldn't hear from that woman for two days. 
sorry, honey. I was just checking my texts. Are you still alive? Uh, so that was, that was Wednesday. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Thursday I fly to Columbus. Uh, Ohio. Ohio, which is uh, kind of the mother of all funny bones. Funny uh, mother. The funny mother. The mother bone. But anyway, Wednesday I get a text from uh, my good friend, our good friend, Mr. Josh Blue. Oh, wow. And he's like, hey, when are you getting to Columbus? And I'm like, Thursday night. He was like, I'm here doing private shows for this charity. Uh, he's doing a lot of work for, uh, I can't remember his real name, but fucking uh, Captain Dan or what, what's his name in... Uh, Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise. Uh, he does a lot of work for his charity. And, oh, that's uh, awesome. So he was in town doing a show for them at some other venue. And so we met up at an Irish bar and had a couple beers and just realized how it was just one of those conversations where at the end of it, you're like, fucking we're old. We're old. His kids are in high school. His kids, Josh. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't because like I remember when Josh Blue didn't have kids. Yeah, I do. I do as well. Yeah, and I remember being out and about and being an adult when all of those things were happening. Uh, I wasn't acting like an adult, but according to the fucking <laughs> rules of the land, I am an. I was an adult. Uh, so that was fun and great and also kind of, and you know, to some extent you look back and you're like, Hey, this is working out. We're doing okay. And, uh, but also you're like fucking fuck I'm old. Uh, but the shows were good. There was a lot of competition in Columbus Friday night. You mean penis wise? I mean also that, but that's any college town really. Um, but also Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're also comics. They were playing the arena. And is that what it's called? The arena? I don't know what it's called there, but it's, it, they were playing the local arena. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure is called fucking. We love Ohio state arena. Uh, uh, when I saw Dave Matthews band, he was like, cause I know we talked about this last week. He went on a tangent about stupid stadium names. He's like, I love that this is still called the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. And not like Jiffy Lube's Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. He's like, fuck Jiffy Lube. Anyway, it's <laughs> like, man, Dave, Dave hates Jiffy Lube. Yeah, I was like, did you get your oil change today, bud? Did it take a little <laughs> longer than you thought it was going to? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe Jiffy Lube's were the ones responsible for his tour bus unloading their septic tank into the river. Yeah, I don't, there's no reason Jiffy Lube... <laughs> Lube would have nothing to do with that. Septic lube? Septic. <laughs> Poop lube? Poo lube? Oh, that's just, that's just lube. That's just, uh, Sometimes I need a little help getting out. <laughs> you know, little turds. Uh, fuck. Disgusting. And mom just left the room. Uh, Friday, yeah, we did, I did shows Friday and Saturday. Our good friend, Brandon Patrick, opened for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon also got a short range Tesla three. I heard. Well, I saw a beginning of a snippet on Twitter and I scrolled past it. Uh, Brandon 
decided to drive said short-range Tesla no, 3 no, from no. Denver, Colorado no. to Columbus, Ohio. I drove my short-range Tesla 3 from here to Sacramento and was like, that was enough of that. Like, that was just far enough to where it cost me an extra hour, uh, but it was free, like, as far as right. energy costs. Uh, I, I, it took him so long. It took him so long. Because you have to stop. Because it says 260 miles, but it's really about a buck eighty. So that's every two and a half hours you're stopping to charge. Ooh, and how long does it drive from Denver to Columbus? Regular? Uh, let's see. It's nine. Let's see. It's probably seven and a half to Denver. And then four, five, and nine. <laughs> it's like 20 <laughs> hours. It it's no way. Is it 20 hours? Oh, my God. How far is it? What a dumb bitch. Well, it's 1,261 miles. Okay. And it takes regular driving 17 and a half hours. Yeah, so it probably took him every bit of 25, 26 hours. All said with all the charging. Probably, probably. Did he barely make it in time for his set? No, he left. I think he left thinking he was going to get there with a lot of time to spare. And he got there with some time to spare. Because like, he was at the show when I got there. Uh, Did he bring shirts? But at the end of it, he was like, <laughs> he, I'm not kidding you, changed outfits between shows one night. He showed up with an all black suit with a white shirt. And then the next show was in an all white shirt, all white suit with a black shirt. You think it's just so he can record stuff for social media and make it look like it's from different sets? I mean, it still looks like the same I mean, because no, also no one cares what yeah. outfit you're wearing. Because, right. you know. Uh, but, yeah, I was. <laughs> I fucking laughed my ass off when he told me that. Oh, and then Friday I did a bunch of press, which is finally coming back after the pandemic. Cool. Uh, you can finally go into radio stations and stuff because they were. Of all the places that held on to, like, the mask stuff, the radio stations, for some reason, were the last ones. Hmm. And I'm like, you guys are pretty much flying by the seat of your pants anyway. Just fucking yeah, take the like mask off. You would off. smoke inside if you could. Also, everyone's in cubicles and also everyone else is in. And if you're not in a cubicle, you're in a studio right. and everyone's fucking 12 feet from each other anyway. But in, it was one of those press junkets where you had like one press and then there was enough time to go bre get breakfast and then go to the other press. And so we go into my favorite, like a fucking local diner that's family owned and it was half diner half donut shop uh and so donut shop a donut shop and i had it was called the honey dip diner and i had a breakfast sandwich that had the the buns were two tiny glazed powdered donuts not glazed they were powdered donuts and inside were, was scrambled eggs and sausage and it was pretty good i wish it would have been a glazed donut cut in half but we'll get into that later however that's not the point of the why would we why can't we just talk about the donuts now okay, do you have yeah. a donut story uh well it was more about uh it was no it was more about the staff because it was a very family you could tell it was a very family oriented place like there was the the dad 
own, the owner was the dad, and then the wife was there, and then like a daughter, and then there was one chick that was prego and obviously not related, but she was a giant snatch. I don't know what the fuck happened to her that morning, but she was not having anything. Like everybody, everyone in that place was in a great mood, and this chick was storming around like everyone was against her, <laughs> and. She was being a bitch to everybody and had a total, like, just want to, you know, we're all kind of like when you're upset and you're mad and you're just emanating fucking anger. Like people just like, you were just, she was just walking by people and they were like, Jesus Christ. She, <laughs> to the point where, cause I could see, I had a perfect angle where I could see right in through the order window into the kitchen and she grabbed an order and she went, thank you. And the cook just like, look, gave her like one of those looks like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> and at one point, you could tell the only reason she still had a job was because she was pregnant. Because the owner looked at her and he goes, I am fucking this close. He goes, I am this close. I'm like, I love this diner. <laughs> it is part breakfast. It is part real housewives. Like yes. I am having the greatest time here. Yeah. Oh, had so much fun. So if you're ever in Columbus, Ohio, go to the honey dip. I'm pretty sure it's the honey dip diner. I think I took a photo. Uh, I uh, dip, dip, a do and fucking dip, dip, a do it. Uh, really good donuts, really good food, really good stories. Uh, and then on Sunday, I flew home and I got to watch football on, you know, I got that direct Sunday ticket thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get to watch, uh, I just got to, it was really cool to just get flip flop through all the games. I made a bet while I was in a uh, layover in Phoenix and uh, did a parlay and uh, completely whiffed, which I think is equally as uh, unlikely as getting it so uh I, I feel like i should get some sort of compensatory prize for that uh but that's neither here nor there uh also shows you how good of a sports better i am <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i'm gonna pick them league and boy do i not know how to pick them <laughs> also there's this chick who's in our pick em league dougie runs it and so it's like a bunch of people i don't know and just quickly explain to the uh Listeners, what a pick'em league oh, is. Oh, my foot is so asleep. Yes, a pick'em league is, so there's 16 games in the week, and you decide who's going to win. You just pick who you think is going to win, and then you rank them, and your, your most confident game being ranked at 16, your least confident game being linked, uh, ranked at 1, and if you get, you get it right, that's how many points you get in total for that week. Okay. Uh, so, uh, man... I did not do well. There was this girl, Caitlin, who worked in a brain lab. That's, I'm sure there's a fancier way to say that. A neuro lab. A neuro lab. Oh, okay. Where they studied the brains of NFL players. Oh, all and right. And so she got to know NFL players, and I really feel like uh, she's, she's calling won, them up. She's won the last two weeks in a row, and I'm like, <laughs> um, I feel like we're being bamboozled here. <laughs> we are being swindled. Collusion. Yeah, there is collusion. For sure. <laughs> anyway, I'm finding it a little sus. All right. And uh, feels like something you should bring up in a group text. I did. Somewhere. Okay. No one responded. <laughs> uh, 
I had nothing, like, I have nothing to do. So, like, anytime the group chat goes off, I'm like, yeah, hey, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, will you just shut the fuck up and go find something to do? Uh, and but mo- I don't have anything to do, so I will be in the group chats. Monday, uh, you were not in the softball game. I was not. Did you guys win? We did not. However, I don't believe uh, we could add everyone from the team there, and I don't know how well we would have done. They were a very good team. They were one of those teams. There's a... I like we've discussed it before. There's a pretty significant talent gap in our league where there's like three teams that are usually just playing to see who goes to the upper league. It's very like European soccer where you get relegated if you finish last. Well, someone's been watching Welcome to Wrexham. And Ted Lasso. Look at me go. And I need to catch up on Welcome to Wrexham, which I will probably do tonight when I make my chicken spadinis. Oh, I did that uh, last night, so you're going to be on starting on episode five. And how many are there? I think there's eight that are out. Okay, great. I don't mind. Uh, anywho. Maybe. Uh, no, we, were, we only had nine players, so there were three of us in the outfield, and one of us was Jenny, and uh, <laughs> love her to death. Uh, she's the heart and soul of the team. Uh, she's not a strong outfielder. <laughs> Uh, and they were one of those teams that were like, hey, we can just hit it to her. And they did a lot. And <laughs> Poor Jenny. Also, our fields are fucking horrifying. Like yeah. to the point where there are literally like caution road signs in the outfield to keep you away from just giant potholes. And like Jenny would have to like run around them. It's very, you know, it's common. Also, what a dick move on that other team, though. It's like after a, after a minute. No, that's what you do. You exploit weaknesses, and that's easy, Dennis. Read Art of War. I haven't, but that I hear that's <laughs> the gist of it. I am currently listening to an audiobook about the history of the American crime scene investigation. It's about the guy who kind of uh, so you've had the enough game. of the actual crime stories themselves, and you want to get into the actual science of it and the history thereof. Mm-hmm. It's for book club. Okay, sounds like you. It might be time to pivot. Well, this is the first book of book club. Okay. Well, I'm just saying you're way into crimes. Although you smoke too much weed to be a cop. So you, there are certain tests. You oh, my God. Pass. There's no way. My friend Greta went through the LAPD police academy. Yeah. Like three times she went through it. She wanted to be a cop so bad. But like she had done drugs at like festivals and stuff. But yeah. She's a horrible liar. And so she, every time they were like, you can't, you aren't passing this part of your like lie detectors test about doing drugs. Yeah. And so she wasn't allowed to be a cop. And I would just be like, oh yeah. I did a bunch of drugs. I've done a bunch of drugs. That's how you end up on the cool narc team where you go undercover and stuff. Yeah. And I totally wink, wink, don't know about your guys' underground gangs. Wink, wink. (laughs) But I am looking to be courted. Uh, and also, I fucking I look for uh, weaknesses in the other team, and I try to hit it over there. And I usually do a fairly decent job at it. I did not hit well uh, this week, um, but I also tried a little too hard. I was trying too hard. I need to go to the batting cages. Uh, we will do that on Monday, because I also need I to- don't like going before the game, because then my carpal tunnel gets all flared up. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I was going to go earlier in the afternoon, but that's probably still too bad for you. Yeah, I'm, uh, like, I'm probably going to go this week or weekend. There you go. And then, uh, 
yeah, so we lost, but you were at the Dave Matthews Band concert. I was at the Dave Matthews Band concert. Now, I've heard... That, a little baby! Uh, I've heard that the scene is not quite as Abercrombie and Fitch as it maybe once was, and maybe it's a little cooler vibe. Um, It is a cooler vibe. A lot of old narcs. A lot of like, the people sitting behind us were old and wanted to sit down the whole time. And it's like, first of all, like, we sat down some. Yeah. But, you know. It's people, a concert. It's a concert. Stand up. Yeah. And, like, people were smoking weed and, like, the guy in front of me ashed. So, it's like there's slatted wood bench seats back oh, where okay. we were sitting. And the dude ashed his joint out on in one of the slats. But a guy was leaning up against that bench on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, this. The narc from behind comes down and yells at the guy in front of me, like, you just ashed on that guy. And they both do nothing about it. So I just re- leaned forward and I just scoop the cherry out from behind this guy's back. And I'm like, what is going on? Can you just act like adults? <laughs> Not at a Dave Matthews Band concert. No, no, no. And then I got the worst menstrual cramps I've had in like seven years. So, oh, yeah. Fucking boop, boop, boop. I know. I was like pinching my leg through my pants pocket. Oh. To like distract my brain from the kind of pain that oh. I was in. Fucking Dave does that. He gets those <laughs> fucking, he gets y'all flustered down there. Making sure you have no little babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. These pickle peanuts are good. What? They're pickle flavored. Fucking disgusting you should try one i fucking eat a dick <laughs> try one i don't want any part oh me the guy that hates pickles you should won't. try the pickle peanuts you won't hate it fucking suck a thousand dicks <laughs> i'm not eating that oh fucking gross <laughs> sorry dayton moore the president of the royals the guy that is responsible for the 2000 14 2015 farm system like he's responsible for all of that uh uh-huh. they fired but also he hasn't done well since then uh they fired him which is kind of a huge huge deal uh so and that just came across We're like dating less ha <laughs> very good very good uh well crafted as they say a little baby <laughs> well Andy uh so you had fun at the at the uh, about said date more concert uh it was i had a really great time until i had to leave um because i looked at jordy and i was like can't do it i was like if i'm gonna walk home from here like i'm gonna need to go because yeah. i have like t minus five minutes before i'm like in the fetal position yeah i feel like a thousand needles have crashed into me <laughs> yeah it's more of like a like a hollow feeling like I am under pain. the table and screaming. Yeah. And then like your legs feel disjointed. It's horrible. Yeah. So I was like, Jordy, I also want to go get a danger dog. And so we did. What's a danger dog? Those hot dogs. Those From bacon. the street? Yeah. So you wanted, you also wanted pain in your abdomen as well? You know what? You're like, let's do stomach and uterus. Sometimes you got to feed the hormones and the hormones wanted a bacon wrapped hot dog with ketchup mustard onion and mayonnaise and her and fucking some sort of parasite could i get less parasites if god is willing uh i'll take a parasite well guess what time it is listener mail time as always if you have questions concerns send them to one millionth pot at gmail.com rob not not that's comma rob don't put rob in the address i'm just saying rob 
Uh, Rob played very well yesterday. Way to go, Rob. Or Monday, whenever it was. He played very well. Uh, go, Rob, go. Uh, anyway, com- uh, I can almost get my personal email address. Uh, One millionth pot at gmail.com. Questions, concerns, life advice. Uh, this first one's from our good friend CJ. Easy. Sorry. Uh, it says, uh, for all talent receivers, dear Chris and Andy, all words, saw this, instantly thought of Andy and all the fans enjoy. Fuck you. Let us receive that talent. And I got to tell you, it's a beautiful t-shirt. <laughs> it is a red t-shirt that in uh, vintage 70s font says, <laughs> show me that butthole. <laughs> and uh, we will post it on the Instagram. We, <laughs> we do not. <laughs> we can't we can't sell that we can't sell it but i'm sure we can post it on the instagram uh fucking it's a gorgeous t-shirt if i had i love the sweetness of the font oh if i had three more divorces and a wave runner i would totally wear this t-shirt i would cut the sleeves off immediately <laughs> wear that over to i'm Belinda's. surprised this t-shirt has sleeves <laughs> I thought. Oh my God! And Gardner Minshew was wearing it. Oh God bless America and that thing. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, thank you, CJ. That is gorgeous. That's hilarious. Uh, this next one's from our friend Cindy. Cindy showed up to the uh, Portland taping. I also got her a got her ticket. I was supposed to get her a ticket, and there was a lot going on, and I forgot. But we got our ticket refunded. We got it taken care of. Uh, Anyway, this one's from Cindy. She says, hello, Porter siblings. I'm writing this email from United Flight 1990 uh, from New York to Portland. As I'm on my way to watch the taping of your special. I haven't flown in a very long time, so I'm out of practice. Uh, And we're also late, obviously, on this fucking thing. Uh, But I'm also booked to come see you and Zach in Nashville in October, which is going to be an amazing show. It's going to be super fun. Fun on a bun. Uh, my question is, do you have any tips for how to fly relatively headache-free and how to protect yourself from getting sick? Seems like everyone on this flight is coughing. Looking forward to the show. Cindy. Um, my major things, my major tips to everyone cost money, uh, but they are so worth it. Uh, the first is TSA PreCheck. It is $87 for five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to go to the air. You have to sign up online and then you go down to the airport and you do what they call an interview. But it's basically you showing up. They take your fingerprints. I even went, just went to an office somewhere in the valley. Yeah. Oh, I guess you can do that now. And uh, they do ask you a couple questions, but it's not like, where were you on October 16th? Uh, it's very easy, very uh, professional. Uh, and then clear, which is $180 a year. Uh, and. It not only works at airports, but now it's starting to work at stadiums. They literally push people aside to get you through the secure to the security line. Uh, it's they're uh, called shovers. They're <laughs> uh, may not be worth it for you, Cindy, seeing as you rarely travel, rarely travel, but uh, it might be. Also, <clears throat> sorry, I, I was late. I, I coughed and then moved my head. That was maybe uh, by the 300th episode, you'll get it. I've done it a couple of times. I've nailed it a couple of times, but I am definitely uh, not batting a thousand. <laughs> uh, not even batting one. Well, that's what a thousand is. Is point one. zero 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 one. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, 
Also, I get to the airport 90 minutes ahead of time. It's just worth it to not be stressed out because everyone shows up at an hour. So those lines are ridiculous. But if you show up 90, even 75 minutes before, you can usually kind of beat the bulk of the line. Uh, Line bulk. Any other tips from you, Andy? Um, Other than I don't know. I'm always with a dog, so it's always just fucking hectic. Also, edibles help. Uh, Speaking of your dog... This next one's for Otto from Hayden. It says, hi, this is for Otto. Papa. You are the highlight of the podcast and the apple of my eye. May, may your food be on tap and belly scratches be long. Fuck you. Come on by Hayden. Sounds like Hayden's got pictures of Otto just like walking around. That's just of his feet. <sighs> also weird. Celebritypaws.com. <laughs> uh, also from Hayden. He double emailed us. Sounds like Hayden was drinking. But also, uh, subject says ADHD sucks. Oh, well. So maybe that's a clue. Uh, hey, Chris and Andy, I'm co- in college and currently struggling to get a handle on my ADHD, but more specifically, time management. How do you all sort through the chaos of life and maintain your responsibilities? Also, can't wait for new, Chris's new special to drop. The pot helps me get through the bad days, so keep it up. Thank you. Fuck you. Come on by. Hayden. Uh, As someone with terrible time management skills... I, for my day-to-day stuff, I put everything in my calendar. Like, no matter what I have to do. Set a schedule. It goes in my calendar. And then also, when you are putting those things in your calendar, thinking about how long it's going to take you to drive there and accommodating for that. But that's, I mean, that's how I stay on top of my stuff. Yeah, setting a schedule is very much uh, job one. And then job two is just doing that schedule. Being the, you know, something I've realized lately is you have to be the person you want to be. And sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. You're never just going to become the responsible person. You have to be the responsible person. And even when you don't want to be responsible, you have to physically be like, I'm going to be responsible and you have to stick to it. And then eventually it gets to a point where it just kind of becomes almost instinctual. Um, Try that. Set a schedule. Stick to said schedule. Do not deviate. And uh, do not deviate from the schedule. You got to be a bit of a robot. You got to train Stick yourself. Stick to the schedule. Uh, so that's it uh, for listener mail. Uh, we got one from Rob, but that'll have to wait till next week. Great. Uh, again, if you have questions, concerns, send them to one millionth pod at gmail.com and uh, insert Manscaped ad here. Brought to you by Manscaped.com. That's right, talent receivers, port heads, and dumble fucks. It's time for another update on Chris's Kempt Bush. And I got to tell you, it looks like a community park down there. A good one. Like one of those ones you're like, oh, I can get married here. Not one of those ones you're like, oh, I had a friend die here. Do what I did. Go to Manscaped.com. Order the plow. Order the lawnmower. Get yourself the crop cleanser. Make your crotch a destination. Get your crotch on the top 10 list of a Yelp list. Make your crotch a place people talk about on Mondays. And that all starts by going to manscaped.com, entering the code 1 million pod, getting the 20% off, getting the free shipping, and improving your chances at mouth hugs. You like mouth hugs, don't you? Manscaped. Oh, god damn it. That was fucking gross. I'm so far down in the fucking fart count. First of all, I was doing a oh, double thing. I was using that as the outro for that the Manscaped one, dad. I need to go see a doctor. Oh, no. I'll go get the spray. Get your spray. Fucking. Please don't make me barf.
That must be thick because it hasn't gotten over here yet. No, it's, it's hefty. What did you eat? Oh, mm. had the cock. Had the Giyu Kaku. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, cheesy corns. Oh. It's just the uh, polyurethane working its way through your system. Oh, there. it is a Velveeta. It's Velveetuff <laughs> over here. Oh, man. So a couple podcasts ago, or maybe it was even last podcast, we were talking about, you know, musicians we thought would be decent people. Yes. And you said, and I said Adam Levine. And you were like, Adam Levine, he seems like a nice enough guy. Man, was I wrong about that. Woo! That was, and also fucking weird. But go ahead. Yeah, it's like, what in the army hammer is going on? Um, So he was accused of sending flirty messages to several women on Instagram. But also having a full-on affair, right? Um, One of the girls says that, was it a full-on affair? I mean, I don't want to spoiler alert it, but the cru- the woman that's... Oh, the yeah. Cru- yeah. Sumner Stroh uh, is the main one, and she did say they had an affair. Adam Levine is saying that's not true. He just went too far on Instagram. But, man, does he flirt like a 10-year-old boy. And also, like, married to a super hot chick. A Victoria's Secret supermodel. Yeah. Like, a chick that a guy that looks like Adam Levine... Like, if you're not in Maroon 5, you don't get that girl. Oh, man. Like, you are working at a Peloton store, <laughs> which is going to close soon. So you might want to find a new gig. You might want to start a band called Maroon 5. Someone on Twitter was like, his tattoos are if, like, Memento was to remind him of how to be a complete douchebag. Fucking Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> funny. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. But, uh, no, had an affair with this woman. Had an affair with Sumner Stroh, and, and now, then a few other women have come forward. But that's not... That's not the crux of the story. What's the crux the of crux the story? The crux of the story is that he told the Sumner chick that his the baby oh. that he's having with his wife. His, yeah, his wife is pregnant with their third child. They are going to name the baby after Sumner. Yeah, he texted the, or he DM Sumner and was like, is it weird that I want to, I'm going to name my uh, third baby after you? Dead serious. Guess who's about to get a divorce? Adam Levine. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Look, it's one thing. You date a lead singer. You don't want, they shouldn't cheat. But if they do, that's kind of like, it's par for the course. Yeah. But the fact that you want to name your kid after the woman that you had a year long affair with, that you're gone. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. And also to that chick, what's up? Bahati Prinsloo. Whoever his Whoever the supermodel. They used to come into the Oaks all the time when I worked there. Pre-kids. Someone they were just was just dating because they lived up in Beechwood. Oh, yeah. Someone was at Giyukaku last night while I was waiting uh, for my friend to show up because they took pictures with the person. It might have been Billie Eilish just because I saw the hair and it had like a weird streak in it. But like they took a photo Maybe with not. this person and then the the people walked away and the wait staff looked at each other like, are you kidding me? Oh, wow, that was crazy. I was like, I'm old. Uh, Could have been Billie Eilish. Someone sent me uh, this thing on Instagram. Hannah is listening to this right now, screaming in her car at the fact that you maybe saw Billie Eilish at Giyukaku. Oh, yeah. Uh, Probably wasn't her. Uh, Maybe it was her. I don't know. If the staff reacted like that, I feel like maybe it was. But also, I feel like if Billie Eilish was there, like paparazzi would have been sitting outside. Only if she called him. Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, Anywho, uh, someone sent me this on Instagram saying they needed to talk about it. Um, oh, yeah. And it's, all the, it's all over the news. All over social media. To the dumble fucks of, you know, we have three levels. We have port heads. We have talent receivers who fight for supremacy. But at the bottom always are the dumble fucks. And don't, don't cook your chicken in NyQuil or any cold medicine, really. Uh, a. It's not a marinade. It's not a marinade. A, that's got to taste terrible. B, uh, what we found out is that when you boil NyQuil, it, it becomes much more concentrated and changes its properties in other ways. So and also it can, what uh, the, uh, the vaporizing, whatever's vaporizing off the NyQuil and you inhale it can severely damage your lungs. Yeah. And also you, whatever effects the NyQuil has coming through the vapor is going to be way more intense. Yeah. Uh, so don't, don't cook your chicken in NyQuil, even though TikTok told you to. Don't do anything. Listen, don't do anything. TikTok tells you cooking wise. No, you know what? I feel like unless it's from a cooking thing. Let's thin the herd. Yeah, and that's kind of people are like, hey, you do a bit. Like, what do we do? But also, don't, don't, don't feed it to your kids. Maybe feed it to your kids. I don't even know. Uh, but don't feed it to your kids. Don't eat it. Throw it away. Nyquil is for knives and quills only. Uh, it's like it says on the bottle. Well. That was fun. Are we done? We are done. Great. Uh, okay. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, as always, uh, well, this week you can find me. This will come out next week. Uh, this week I'll be in West Palm Beach. I haven't been in a long time. Woo! Going back. So find me in the city. WPB. Wall. WPB. I'll be down in South Florida. God bless America and small puppies. Uh, you can find all my dates at chrisportercomedy.com. You can find me on social media at Instagram and Twitter at I am Chris Porter. You can find me on Twitter at Andy Porter and on uh, Instagram at Andy Port. And you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one in the words millionth pod. And you can find us on Twitter. You can find the pod on Twitter at the number one in the words. Did you already do that? I did that. All one. right. Sorry. Uh, well, as always, I am Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. Uh, this has been the one millionth podcast. Fuck you. Come on by. I fucked it up. Oh, and the safest place to sit on a plane in a case of a crash is on the wings. By the wings. Where the wings are. Not on the wings. Yeah, they don't let you do that. Wing seats.